Welcome to Transforming the Toddler Years, a core four parenting podcast blending soul and science-based strategies to empower pandemic moms like you raising kindergarten-ready kids. I'm Cara Terrell, your host, a lifetime lover of littles, girl mom, early childhood educator, and conscious parenting coach who truly believes that how we connect and collaborate with our kids in the first five years is how we raise world-ready kids who will change this world. Welcome back to the Transforming the Toddler Years podcast. I have a really special episode today because this is airing on February 6th, which happens to be one of my kiddos' birthdays. So I want to talk about birthdays and celebrating our children today. Through the years, from those early, early parties where we stay up until crack of dawn, we don't want to admit to get the decor just right, to when they're older and what the significance and value really means to celebrate whether you are together or apart. Uh, so I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning because, oh man, is this a good story. <laughs> Our girls are two years apart, almost to the day. My Claire was born on February 6th, the date of this episode airing. Happy 21st, girl. I love you. Um, and Caroline was due two years later on February 7th. Honestly, I was not thrilled when they told me that due date. Aside from the fact that I thought, well, I am consistent, if nothing else. <laughs> I did not want my kids to potentially share the same birthday. I was kind of obsessed with it for a while, actually. And in the end, long story short, Caroline came a bit early and got her own month. So her birthday is in late January. They're 10 days apart two years apart. And so right out the gate, I said, we're doing sharing birthdays, combined birthday parties. This is just how it's going to be until they can come to me and explain why they feel like they should have individualized birthday parties with their own separate group of friends. So that bought me a good eight or nine years. So I'm going to go back to the birthday party that Claire turned three and Caroline turned one. It was when Dora the Explorer was all the rage. And you've heard me mention uh, Dora in reference before in relationship to how they structure the pre-math and the pre-reading skill, like those early learning skills inside. But honestly, living an episode of Dora, not something I would ever do. Uh, let me rephrase, not something I ever thought I would do. But that year, we were Dora crazy. And so my husband and I went crazy. We live in southern Vermont, and the girls' birthdays are both winter, and so there was snow outside, lots of good snow. And we have this huge field right outside of our bay window of our home, and so my husband literally created Adora the Explorer episode in our yard. 
he went out and he shoveled paths and some were dead ends and some continued on. And then we got everybody else in on it too. The girl's godmother, shout out to Auntie Erica, uh, dressed up as Swiper, right? That was his name. Dressed up as Swiper and hid behind the huge snow pile that my husband had plowed and would pop up. <laughs> the kids would go, Swiper, no swiping. It was a massive party. Because it was a combined party, there were 18 toddlers in my space. And we couldn't be outside the whole time. So eventually they came in and we sang and danced to the Dora music that I had bought. The whole thing. In those early days, celebrating our children meant celebrating the things that they loved to do. In this case, it was a very character-driven party. But as time went on, it became more about celebrating who they are and sharing time together and space together. And later on, maybe right about the time when we started separating parties, so eight or nine years old, for my older, they started saying, I want to have a kid's party, but I really want to have a family party too. And that made sense. So we would do a more intimate on their actual birthday family event where grandmas and grandpas would come over, aunts and uncles and cousins, but then also the bigger, more uh, grand your, if you will, celebration with their friends. Well, I have to tell you that over the years, things have changed a lot. And the idea of celebrating my kids' birthdays now that they're not at home is something I'm truly grappling with. Caroline just turned 19. Today is Claire's 21st. Not being with them on their special day is new. And it brings a whole new sense of who do I need to be in this moment so that I can celebrate who they are in their current moment. And quite honestly, I wish I had stopped and come through this lens when they were much younger. I wish I'd gotten less wrapped up in the hoopla because it's really easy to do and more grounded into this question. I'm not saying that anything I did or chose to do back then was wrong. It was exactly right for who we were in that space at that time. But I am suggesting that there are lots of ways to look at celebrating. And so as you navigate this with your kid, I'm giving you a flash forward. That adds a ton of perspective. This flash forward, I hope will allow you to kind of come be there with me then go backwards to where you are right now and choose some of those long-standing traditions that you can continue to do even when your kids aren't celebrating their birthdays in your space anymore. So it's been really interesting this year. It's almost been like a 
grieving process, but in a super healthy way. I've been forced to ask myself, knowing I won't be able to literally hug my children on their birthday, what can I do for myself instead? I've written letters. We've made homemade gifts. And obviously they're being sent because Caroline is in Japan. It's a very different story. I can't really send a whole lot of stuff because the shipping there is a disaster. And so the last time I talked to her, I said, what are you doing for your birthday? And she said, eh, I don't know, probably not much. I said, whoa, 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 no, you have to do something. You have to do something. It hurt my heart to hear my almost 19-year-old being all 45 about it. No, no, you have to do something. And so I asked, who would you want to share your time with so that you feel like you had a celebration moment? And being Caroline, she said, well, I I don't really need an, I don't need anything. I don't want anything. Like, I don't need someone to make it all about me. I said, I know you don't, love. And that's wonderful. The fact that you're that self-aware and confident is beautiful. But the sharing space and time with someone you love, that is the gift. And by doing that, you'll make my mom heart feel like you were celebrated and I need that. And so if you have followed her story at all, you know that when she first got to Japan, she landed in the countryside as a woofer, W-W-O-O-F, with the Worldwide Organic organization of farming. And she was volunteering on this beautiful woman's farm. And Fumuka-san is this mid-70s woman who takes in these woofers and she immediately bonded with Caroline and vice versa. And so she has now decided that Caroline is her chosen grandchild and that when she's on break from school in Tokyo, she can go out to the countryside for her school breaks. And so I said, Who would you love to spend your time with that would make you feel loved, supported, and celebrated? And that was who she said, Fumuku-san. So she reached out and Fumuku said, come home, come home for the weekend. Yes, yes, please come home. We'll do your birthday here. And as a mom, my heart felt full. It's okay that I'm not going to be with her. I did have a dream, a very vivid dream that I got to see her in person and put my arms around her and hug her. She's been gone five months, been a long time. So that was a gift to me. Now for Claire, it's a different story. It's her 21st and it's a big deal. And she'd normally be going out with friends anyway to do this type of celebration. That's not one you take your mom along for. And so she has a Vermont friend who is traveling out to Tennessee to do this with her, to share the space and time, to make the memories, to celebrate, hopefully not to go too crazy. And that Vermont friend is more than willing to bring our gifts in their car. So we do get that and we can FaceTime and it's going to be great. But this is the future. Whenever I work with parents, I always say to you, let's flash forward to them all grown up. 
Let's see what we want to have put in place for that relationship. And then work backwards to what can we do today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year in order to make that happen. So however old your kids are, this is where you're headed. And I am thrilled to be able to share these moments and memories with you to help you kind of reframe and choose how you want to do celebration. I would love to hear how old are your kids? How old are they going to be on their next birthday? And what are some ideas that you now have that you want to implement? Leave them in the comments. Rate and review the show. Leave them there. I might even read a few on air. So leave them there. And I cannot wait to see you as you stay mindful and proactive transforming the toddler years.